Uh, we're currently standing here in the class of 2012 reunion tent. You're listening to Ofer Levy, who was the second person that I met at Wesleyan when I was a freshman, who came all the way from California to be here. When I asked myself, does it really make sense to fly from California to the East Coast for a single day's activity for a mere 24 hours? I mean, can I calculate the financial value of that experience? I know that the mere flight alone was gonna be about $480 for 24 hours. What am I gonna get in those 24 hours that is gonna justify the cost? I should make a mental list to at least begin considering it. So I was like, okay, what would I wanna do at this reunion? Number one, give Zach Valencia a high five. Number two, and at that point, I realized I was probably gonna go. I was just gonna go. I was just gonna go. So I got a text that said, I came all this way from California to give you a high five. And I just assumed that there's a copy pasted text to everybody. I was just like, that's where my mind, well, no, no. The first thought that I had, no, no, the first thought that I had was like, oh, copy paste. This is like, wait, this is over. This could be completely intentional. And then I was like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And then the minute we meet each other, corroborated instantly by more than three people, did you get your high five was the question. And so I'm, I'm so curious, the story behind the high five. I think there's a lot to think about in a moment like this. But one of the many thoughts that I have currently is that sometimes time creates separation between people and sometimes it does not. And I hope this reunion can be a testament to the fact that you cannot see someone in half a decade's time and still feel very close to them. So I'm going to give a hug to Zach and, and that's it for me. Um, my dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> for the ages. First one was for you. This one's for the people. That's right. If you couldn't tell, that that was the sound of us slapping our hands together in an epic high five for the ages. The dinner tent last night was the best place to run into literally everyone that you remember and everyone that you don't. And I got a chance to talk with uh, an old friend who was gonna be the entire entertainment for the evening. Uh, There's a a, a party that happens at um, Wesleyan Reunion Commencement Weekend the night before graduation in the tent that's sort of like the rain cover, sun cover, for people to sit, like families and such, to sit during the ceremony. And so, yeah, we we always sort of congregate and party in that. The Wesleyan alumni band usually comes to play. And this year it was our friends at the Rooks. Right now I'm sitting next to the one, the only, the lead singer of the band that's going to be carrying the entire tent party tonight. What do you have to say? I'm tired. And don't hold me to any standard that I can't 
that I can't match up to. <laughs> this is Garth Taylor you're hearing, uh, who is the lead singer of The Rooks. If you don't know who The Rooks are, go to therooksband.com. Check them out. They're amazing. How long have you known that you were going to be the headliner and the, the like entertainment for tonight? It was late, late January or early February that you we... We could talk about it, but we had a lot of other stuff that we we're doing too. So you kind of you don't want to make too much noise before it's time to make noise. And maybe we didn't make enough noise. But at the end of the day, this is our five-year reunion, so we knew that our peers would be here, and uh, you know we were gonna have the best time we could with whoever got here. So we don't have to really worry about filling seats or filling a, a room because. You know, we've been at Tent Party before, so we, yeah, we know what that looks like. Yeah, we've been on the other side, so we're, you know, so excited that we can have our first reunion also be like a special kind of performance as we, you know, continue to do other things. It's really, it's, it's, it's overwhelming in all the best ways. That's so awesome. I was going to ask. Yeah. What, what has being back been like for you? It has been insane. Like, it has been, like, it's been very joyful. I feel, I've always loved this school, and I've always felt a special connection to the school and to, you know, everybody, you know, in our class. And, you know, I, I just feel like because we started here, my relationship to this place is like, this, is, this was the beginning of my, what would become a career, I suppose you could call it, since, this is what we do. Even outside of the show, it's just been amazing to see everybody back together. Like, you'll never be able to talk to everyone. You'll never be able to catch up with everybody. But just seeing people physically in the same space, um, I don't know. It, it's it's indescribable and, and just beautiful and amazing. Amazing. I'm super excited that you guys are going to perform. I am praying. <laughs> I'm excited too, but you know. Yeah, no, totally. I can't imagine. Oh man. Woo. Yeah. Look at you. Then I ran into Tamar, my friend and mom. That's maybe a story for another time. Uh, but yeah, a good friend who had an important thing to tell me that inspired this. Thus beginneth hashtag I'm going to Power Rangers and you should come too. I don't know if that hashtag fits in a tweet. But if it does, you're going to see that in my tweet for this episode. After inspiring me and everyone present to go see this movie, she got a little shy. We can't back down now. Speak your truth. We can't back down now. Don't back down. Oh, come on. Can we say? You just have to endorse Power You talk to me and you tell me why I need to see I have been in love with the Yellow Ranger since I was about six years old, and they finally made her both a badass and a queer girl so I can fully commit to this love. Also, I have never seen a superhero movie care this much about its characters. That is that is tall praise. And people would not expect that of the Power Rangers franchise, which is why it was doubly impressive as someone who like watched a show as a child. And if you go on Netflix and watch the old show, you're like, this is trash. Uh, you know, in the actual production of that show, they were using a lot of J Japanese footage mixed in with footage that they were shooting in LA, and it was just a hodgepodge. But now, like, I'm an adult person in this movie theater, like, that was awesome. And they 
this oh. is great. They know how to pull in that nostalgia along with the good yes. filmmaking. Yes. So you still cheer when you hear the Go Go Power Rangers right. theme song, right. and also you're like, I don't feel like a nerd. Go see it. Go see it today. <laughs> I'm gonna go see it. Have you guys? Have you listened? Do you listen to uh, How I Built This from NBR? So Haim Saban, the guy who brought Power Rangers, has an episode. It's amazing. You might. Yeah. Well, no. It's how he went from being a shitty bassist to being a media mogul. Thank you, Haim, for all of your great work. I hope to score a project for you soon. Thank you. <laughs> you heard it here first. This has been Focused as Fuck, brought to you by Kind Evil Genius Productions. Music in today's episode will be credited in the show notes. And I'm your host, Zach Valenti. Please take a moment to subscribe to, rate, and review this show wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you think it would be fun to hang out live, well, guess what? You can. Every Sunday, including today, I go live on YouTube for Self-Care Sunday. You can learn more at Zach.live and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And when you do, hit the little bell that'll pop up next to the subscribe button uh, where you can set up notifications so you can be among the first people to know when I go live or upload a video. I'll be going live probably around 5 p.m. today. I'm traveling, so it might vary, but uh, yeah. I look forward to seeing you later. Thank you for listening, and as always, until tomorrow.